2: Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network.
1: Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network presented by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. Yeah, those are Russell Wilson's teammates in Denver poking a little fun at him with his Broncos Country Let's Ride video that came out a few months ago. Well, Aaron, tonight's our first chance to watch Russell Wilson as a Bronco, and we get to watch Russell Wilson in we'll Seattle back against the Seahawks.
2: Daily, presented by Bet-
1: I love. That. Let's I, ride. I love that we get. Let, let's ride. <laughs> I love that we get this game in prime time because if this was buried at four o'clock yesterday or one of the one o'clock windows, I know it's West Coast teams, but you know what I mean. Like if it was buried within yeah. the slate of games. It might have got lost. The fact that it's prime time, I'm interested to see the reaction of Russell Wilson when he steps on the field. Right. He did ask for a trade, but they love him there because he's the best player they've ever had in the franchise history. I can't wait for the atmosphere. Buck and Aikman tonight. I'm actually really excited. And I hope, and Joe mentioned earlier, I hope we get a competitive primetime game because uh, Thursday night and last night have been duds
0: yeah I'm really curious um having grown up in the Seattle area to see how the 12th man reacts to Russell Wilson being back in Seattle um I am disappointed though I all the props that I like are just juiced for tonight Mm -hmm. so I'm a little bit torn on what to do here um but I think it's going to be a great game, just from a fan standpoint. Watching, I'm looking forward to seeing how this Broncos team looks against the Seahawks.
1: Yeah, and the the spread on the game is. We're sitting here right now on a Monday morning, looking forward to Monday Night Football. It's it's been here for a while now. It's Broncos minus six and a half. We never got to seven. Broncos minus six and a half tonight. Total on the game. Forty-four, Joe. I believe you and Paul have this game as the last game uh, in the contest picks. Am I right? Three and one, first four of the slate this weekend.
2: Yeah, and uh, it was frustrating with Vegas. That was the one loss, and um, it kind of felt like it could have easily been a win. But hey, welcome to the NFL. What I would also add is Pittsburgh could have easily been a non-cover. Even though they somehow win that game just because of the turnovers, it was just so extreme on one side. So you, you win some of those, you lose some of those. Uh we'll see about Seattle. Do I like it? It's uh, fine. I don't love it. I just it's it's a complete numbers play. When you hear people throw out the term, you don't bet teams, you bet numbers. I mean, this is an example of that. Seattle's a brutal team. I'm not expecting them to have a good season. Maybe it'll show up for one night, but overall for the season i don't i don't think it's going to play out i don't expect them to have a winning record when it's all said and done but russell wilson how healthy is he how mobile is he going to be tonight in the pocket how's he going to respond to all of the emotion is is he going to navigate that into a great performance or is it going to be otherwise or is it going to look like a quarterback with a brand new brand new team and a brand new offense there's some of that and is there a a head coach is there a defense knows russell wilson any better i don't i don't think there is uh we saw a similar situation with baker mayfield yesterday he didn't have a great day but baker mayfield's not russell wilson much better Mm -hmm. quarterback and i'm curious what what kind of quarterback are we going to see with denver because the prime of his career i think we'd all agree that it's come and gone so what level Is he going to be? He's not a top 10 quarterback anymore, at least not for my money. I mean, put that bet on the Broncos to win the Super Bowl would argue that. And, yeah, he'll probably be better. And offensive mind, in the end, it'll be a good season overall for the Broncos. I'm not picking them to come out of the AFC or anything. I didn't even predict them to win the division. But I'm fascinated on many levels. Just the the emotion on the crowd is going to be something awesome. Is there a Manning cast? Or is that not a thing now?
1: Uh, I know they're not doing it next week. I think there might be a Manicast, but I'm not as interested in Manicast when I got Buck and Aikman. It, it like right. actually makes me less interested in that. And I like them last mm. year. I, I enjoy watching them.
2: Hmm. Well, okay. Which one will I pick? I'll probably pick Manicast. It depends. If I'm doing oh, other yeah. stuff in the house, I'll pick Joe and Troy. But if if I'm locked in on the game, I'll pick Manning cast 100%. Who do they have
0: on guest wise?
2: If it's even happening. Well, they're not. They're going to come out swinging in the first week. Um, I don't think Troy's that good. I got to be honest. I know it's comfortable and we've heard it forever. A lot of times he says stuff. I'm like, yeah, we know Troy. It's obvious. And some of the, just how the game has changed at times, it feels like it's passed him by with some with just in-game decisions by coaches that he ends up disagreeing with when they're doing the right thing. Just, I don't know. I, I, Buck, big fan. Aikman, eh, take
1: it or leave it.
0: Re- really quick, what would you guys think of Jason Garrett? He wasn't bad, like in him. my opinion. No, I you didn't, didn't like him?
1: him. <laughs> I just think he's boring.
2: It's terrible. He did the Notre Dame game. I so I, I got my opinion from that, not from what I saw yesterday.
1: Hey, I hey, mean, you got to watch him with a Marshall win against Notre Dame. Wild. Listen, man, and I,
2: was, and I wasn't even mad about that because, you know, I talked up Notre Dame under the win total all year. not going to do anything this year anyways. But if you think Jack Collinsworth and Jason Garrett had nothing to do with that Notre Dame loss, you are wrong. <laughs>
1: I'm willing to I am willing I'm willing to blame Jack Collsworth for everything that happens this year. Everything. Oh, that guy stinks. Awesome. That guy, guy stinks out so loud. Oh <laughs>
2: man. The Collsworth had a He's bad terrible. weekend.
1: <laughs> Very bad. And one guy lost his voice, the other one cost Notre Dame a win. I mean that's a tough weekend for the uh the So I don't see I don't see I don't see who the manager are gonna have on as guest tonight. Not sure about that, but there is okay. a manicast tonight. That that is confirmed. Okay. We get a manicast. All right. So you mentioned the Russell Wilson factor tonight. What is he? Uh, I would say he's back half of the top 10, maybe eight, nine, but okay. We're, we're, he's past his prime. I, we all agree on that. Coming off an injury plague season last year. And you look at Russell Wilson. There was an article last week ESPN had about the divorce between Wilson and the Seahawks. Very interesting. I mean, it was obviously slanted towards the Seahawks perspective on it, but they think he's a player in decline. Like they, they really, I think they are almost happy he asked for the trade. I don't think they wanted to give him another contract. I don't think they think he's going to be a great player the next five years. I almost think it was like, all right, you want out? Fine. Like, we'll just move on. But tonight, you know, the Broncos are starting two rookie tackles in this game? They're starting two rookie tackles in Seattle. Like, how many false starts are there going to be early in this game? (laughs) I mean, Russell Wilson got to enjoy the other side of this for 10 years, where he always had the crowd on his side. He never had to deal with that kind of noise. Now, he, now I know he's heard it, but, like, it's different when you're on the field trying to call out signals in a new offense. I think this game could be close tonight. I think you and Paul in the contest are on the right side of it. Um, I mean, I, I think okay. Seattle wins the game. I, I do think they'll find a way. They have just a better team and Denver. more players and Russell Wilson. Denver. I mean, Denver, right? Denver wins the game. But I think this is close. That Seattle offensive line uh, – excuse me, Denver offensive line is a question mark. You said if Pete Carroll knows Russell Wilson better than anybody – I think we're in, I, I would look at Seattle first half. I, I would look at under in the Ooh. first half in this game. That's what I'm thinking. Isn't I think we get an ugly game early. is there a
0: trend with like home teams and prime time doing well in the first half? Truth or trend?
1: <laughs> hmm. I'm sure there is.
2: How did those, how did those big home dogs do yesterday? It's not going to inform my bet. I'm just, I'm just curious. So we had the Texans. Right,
1: mm-hmm.
2: that was big one. covered obviously. The big Atlanta, uh,
1: big home bears. dog.
2: Bears, yep. Bears, big home dog. Lions Who covered. Up? Lions covered. Did any of the big home dogs lose? On ATS? yeah, Arizona. Yeah, Jet. Jet. Arizona. Jets Arizona. Oh,
1: yeah,
2: Arizona. Yeah, Jets too. Okay.
0: <laughs> the total oh, went that's... up. I think it was forty-two, and now it's like forty-four. Forty-four and a half, I think I saw, too.
2: A lot, lot of offensive line rookies out there. So we'll have Charles Cross out there as well. You know, when we criticize Seattle's approach on offense, it's about the coaching. It's about the play calling. But it's not like Geno Smith is going to be out there with a bunch of nobodies. DK Metcalf, there's a lot of teams that would love to add DK Metcalf to the outside. Lockett's a guy that you can trust as well. So it's not like he isn't going to have any weapons. I right. I want to see how much they involve Noah Fant into the offense. You know, on the props market, props are so popular in these island games. I gotta tell you, this is one of those games it's really challenging. Because on one side with the Broncos, you have a new play caller, a brand new quarterback. I don't know where he's gonna be. There's been a lot of chatter, a lot of chatter about oh, Sutton's gonna be his guy. Oh, he's gonna go with this guy. So I see I think Broncos props are tough. And aren't they kind of challenging with the Seahawks without Russell Wilson as well? I mean, maybe there's an assumption that they're going to they're going to run the ball more. But really, is, is your path to a victory handing the ball to Rashad Penny? Like, I don't, I don't know if that's going to work. Speaking
0: Denver. of that, I'm. Mean, would you look at because we all know Pete Carroll has been saying he wants to run the ball. Shocking. Would you look at any Rashad Penny props? over on rushing attempts. I see a 16 and a half. I see a 15 and a half. It's not a bad look because that's probably one of the only options they really have.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he did get hurt at the end of last year. He's, had, he's been banged up, so I wonder about that. But he was good at the end last year. Rashad Penny, really good at the end of last season. Um, he's a good player. And, and Kenneth Walker's not ready, so he's got to be the guy early on in this offense. That's an interesting one.
2: Is Walker definitely out? I saw the other day they made him questionable.
1: I still saw questionable. I'm not sure he's definitely out, but it didn't seem like he's trending towards having a big role as far as week one goes.
2: Is is that the approach if you're doing some props that we expect both RB1s to get the majority of the workload, which we don't see, so much split duty throughout the league, where it's going to be Javante Williams on one side and Penny on the other?
1: Doesn't this feel like Javante Williams' year to take to to go, right? Year two in that offense, year two in the NFL. This feels like his year. Um, And Hackett, I've seen him come to Aaron Jones. Hackett was with Aaron Jones all those years, like a do-it-all kind of running back. I could see a big game out of Javante Williams. I, I would think him getting in the end zone tonight is, if I was to play a touchdown prop, I could see Javante Williams in the end zone.
2: Okay. Any uh anybody else as far as touchdown props tonight? Oh man. Okay. What's the odds? It's probably not even fair, but don't we have to take a a look at Russell Wilson first touchdown?
1: 20 to 1 at BetMGM. Okay.
0: Free bet?
2: I might <laughs> I got a few of those. we all have a few of them why not
0: yeah not a a lot I love a lot of this stuff is really juiced the stuff that I feel confident about I just don't like the numbers
3: okay yeah Javante is the favorite minus 110 so I will say and it's a dice roll but so the defenses I'll get to that in a minute Albert O has been getting a lot of love Mm -hmm. He's plus two thirty for an anytime yeah, TD, yeah. Um, oh, Broncos defense. So plus three seventy five for anytime. You shop around. There's an eight to one out there. So that grabbed my eye. Against Gino what? for an anytime what touchdown.
1: Noah Fumble Pick fam. it up. Run it in.
3: Revenge game. Yeah, I could see Gino <laughs> making you know big mistake. Uh, Russ. Yeah, I mean if nothing else, I mean Russ kind of like I mean Lamar was a a good look yesterday. It didn't work out, but something like that. Um, what about Gino? Like this is his his shot to be a starting quarterback again, do anything to get in the end zone, sort of thing. He's four to one. But I don't I mean, know. Just-
0: Gino to throw an interception. I saw like a minus one seventy-five. I was like, oof. What about a defensive touchdown from either team?
2: Oh, I didn't yeah,
3: touchdown that's juicy numbers out there there's a 10 to 1 for seattle and 8 <laughs> okay. to 1 for denver oh. but here we go i like the um, um
1: courtland i like the courtland sutton longest reception russell one of the best deep ball throwers we know he could do that it's 22 and a half that feels light i mean courtland sutton that's got to be his guy down the field so that one's interesting can i can i read some of you guys quickly here very quickly uh, Peter King had a Geno Smith thing in his Money a Football Morning in America. Geno's talking about his career, the ups and downs. And he talked about, like, putting the past behind him. And listen to this quote. As a person who's entrenched his life into this game, I mean, I really put my life into this game. It's an incredible story. An incredible story. Hero gets knocked down. Nobody thinks he'll get back up. And he gets up against another shot. In whose world is Geno Smith a hero? What is he talking about? <laughs>
3: Narcissistic. G- Gino- is what
1: that is? Yes. Does Gino think this is his moment? <laughs>
3: that's what I'm saying. Maybe- touchdown. Four to one. Let's go. Let's go. He's the hero. Or you know what?
1: Or bad interception. He forces one. Could go either way. D- Broncos' D first touchdown.
2: Wait. Oh, now that's, No. That's. The well most- I. Yeah, I think Aaron and Paul might be onto something. I'm, like, Seattle, forty-three to one. Be careful. Seattle By 43? the way. By the way, some sports books changed it. They took the special teams part off. So be careful when you're placing oh. this sort of wager.
1: Watch that one. Joe O. Joe Gier, yeah. and Hawksworth. We'll look ahead. Week two lines next on the NFL, on the BetQL Network.
2: We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by Bet's MGM on the BetQL Network.